Danny Up Consulting presents What's the Line podcast. We got a full house and uh, we we definitely got a full house in the building, um, gentlemen. Got obviously we got Salman, the fans fan here. Let's give him some noise. Yeah, and then we got uh, our friend in Rome. Yeah, Make some noise for him. And Papa Keys is back. We yes, got Keys in the building. Yes, and I'm just you know P the the, the lonely host. Uh, as we get into this. Um, I just want to, uh, just as soon as we get out there, uh, put out that I lost another, yet another chicken sandwich battle to Roman this time. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad for me when a chicken bet, um, goes on, on the line. So, um, I gotta be more cognizant of that, but, um, uh, I think we, uh, can get right into it, gentlemen. Uh, a lot of games on the slate this week, including no bye week still. So, um, let's get right into it, uh, <laughs> Funny Thursday night game might be uh, the battle for um, the number one overall pick. Broncos at Jets. Uh, Broncos right now to pick them over under 40. Look ahead was Broncos minus two and a half. Um, Keith, how do you feel about this one? I think I'm going down on a limb. I don't know. I don't know if it's. Oh, no. I don't know if it's everything talking. I don't know if it's everything talking. Just the feels. But I think this might be the week. Them boys might get over the hump. I'm going J-E-T-S. This is going Jets. And I'm going to like it, too. Okay. I'm going to really like it. I'm not going to lean it. I'm going to like it. Uh, this this Broncos team, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they're definitely the worst team in the division. The only thing that's stopping them is some some, some Chargers injuries. Um, I don't even know. Which Jeff are they starting this week at quarterback? Uh, Jeff, is it? No, it's not Jessica. No, Jessica's not going. Brit, uh, Ripken, nephew of... Uh, Ripken, Kyle Ripken's nephew. nephew Kyle uh, Ripken. Yeah, he's yeah. I'm not feeling the story. Nah, nah. Just get the win. Thursday night, is that's too much. I think it's also fair to be noted that uh, they did say that Ripken may uh, split some time here with Driscoll this weekend. Does that ever they go well? They treat this like a scrimmage. What does, does that ever it's go well? It's a pick em. I'm going to go Jess at home. They, they got thoroughly embarrassed this week. Uh, you can't say, you know what I mean? They, they basically stopped playing at halftime, so they, they shouldn't be that tired off the, off the short week. Uh, come on. They got to be looking at the schedule and be like, this is this is it. This is it. Like, this is our chance to do it. Like, I'm, what is the Jets' schedule looking like? Will they get a win if they don't win here? I mean, you look here at the Jets. I mean, this is, this is one of their four opportunities to get a W this year. So, I mean, at home, Thursday night, short week, like you said, they gave up, you know, Halfway through the game in Indianapolis this weekend, and then you know you got a, a Broncos team who's banged up and not necessarily feeling as though they got their best star players on the field. So we don't know what we're getting from the Broncos. I think from the Jets, you you understand what you're getting. You're getting a terrible team. You know, it's yeah. just necessarily that they show up this weekend. If the Jets don't get a win in these next two weeks, they have their two Dolphins games. Randomly, I feel like those games are back to back. Why do they do that? <laughs> I just want to put it out there. I gave out Adam Gates first coach to be fired at plus three hundred. Um, Dan Quinn still got a job, so I'm, I might come through with the plus three hundred. Adam Gates. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I lean with the Jets. I mean, not the Jets. I lean with the Broncos in this one. Um, I, I just can't. I can't get on the Jets bandwagon at any point or time. Uh, you know, in the near future, I've never been a big Sam Donald guy. Just going back to USC, but um, just overall, like Adam Gates, this is a bad. This is an awful team. Like I. I just be betting the, the team total under whatever the the score the number is, and just been cashing out the last two weeks. Like they can't run the ball. 
They can barely throw the ball. The only time they can throw the ball is to a slot receiver. It's re- it's really just it's just bad across a lot of levels. Um, bro- while the Broncos aren't as as you know much better, um, I think they do have a, a, at least a, a better like foundation for the team. Um, defensively, they're um, seventh in opponents rushing yards per game, um, only giving up over a little over 102 yards. Offensively, they're bad, but they still have some guys that can ball out. Like um, is that Jerry Judy their receiver? I, I get those three receivers yeah, mixed yeah, up. Judy, but got yeah, Hamler uh, from Penn State out there as well. And yeah, Melvin Gordon, um, Philip Lindsay may return in this game, which I think uh, maybe because um, I'm a Melvin Gordon fantasy owner, um, a little because you can give him ten more days if he doesn't play. So I wouldn't expect Philip Lindsay to play, but I mean if he does, him Melvin Gordon, um, you kind of just dump off to the backs a little. Uh, no offense, no you know no. A tight end is always like a, a unexperienced quarterback's greatest uh, security blanket. So I, I lean with the Jets. I mean, not the Jets. I lean with the Broncos. Uh, Vic Fangio, seven and four against the spread after a loss. So and the Jets are just bad. So um, it looks like Rome. You're staying away though. Staying away from this completely. All right, uh, Sam. How do you feel about this one? Uh, yeah, I think um, as I'm filling it out. Yep. I think I might stay away as well. All right. I don't like it. Um, all right, Simon, I actually grant Then this time I am going to stay on the record. I would grant someone three stayaways because he was working so hard to get the Twitch up. So um, I would grant you three stayaways this week, Salman. All right? No one else. Though. Everybody else is two. Next game, um, Colts at Bears. Uh, Colts are favored by two and a half. Uh, over, under is 44 and a half. Let me start first. I love the Bears in this spot. Um, I, I I think the I don't know why the Colts are favored here. Um, I think they're favored maybe because of their last like couple of wins, which have been up against bad teams. So who the Colts played so far? Help me out, guys, a little bit. I know they played the Jaguars, which they lost. They played the Jaguars. They played the, the Vikings the two worst and the Jets. In the so like those are like three like awful offenses in my opinion. Um, so they they haven't really the, the competition. I mean, defenses rather. The competition hasn't really been there. Um, and I think with uh, Nick Foles, like the spirit is lifted in this spot for the for the uh, the Bears. The team feels like, yo, not only are we three and zero, we got a quarterback that can, you know, we can go out here and win some big ball games. You got guys like Khalil Mack and you know some of the other uh, Eddie Jackson, the other guys that play for the Bears. Or you know, I think they'll like play harder to make sure that Nick Foles can get um, that W. And when he came in, he threw like five touchdowns. Maybe one was taken off the board because it was an interception. Um, you know, but the receivers and receivers fault. He got it taken out of his yeah, yeah out of his basket. Issue. But um, great ball. I, I I love the Bears in this spot. Um, I just think they at home. Uh, I don't know how cold it is going to be in Chicago, but October in Chicago, um, isn't the same as you know, uh, you know, um, Indianapolis where they have a dome and Philip Rivers is used to that and. LA and Chargers so I, I'm a, I love the Bears here this definitely could be a best bet so um, if anyone's out there listening now this certainly could be a best bet but um, Rome how do you feel about this one uh, I lean Colts here uh, specifically because you know the Colts they know who they are right so they have their identity they've had their identity for the past two years they've what, gone what, through what is their identity their right. identity is running the football getting in short yardage situations on third down in which they can continue to stay on schedule now, I, 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 last week I mentioned teams that need to stay on schedule, Ravens, Bills, Steelers, Vikings. These are offenses that need to end up in second and sixes to get in third and fours, right? Yep. The, the, you know, this team does not have that issue necessarily. They're not that, you know, dependent on their run game. However, their run game is their strongest suit. You also have the Bears here who have given up, you know, the 31st best as far as rushing. 
right? The Bears have also given up 30-plus points in their past two games. And so you look at the Bears here and you say, you know, what are we expecting from such a great, you know, defensive front? You know, they got seven sacks on the year, but they also are 31st as far as getting pressure on the quarterback. Those numbers simply don't add up. They're also bad against the run thus far. You know, so I, I like the Colts to be able to give Jonathan Taylor opportunities to turn up here. We understand that Marlon Mack is out, uh, season in the injury uh, in Jacksonville. So, you know, Jonathan Taylor here, it's, it was a perfect pickup for him. Early round draft pick. Didn't necessarily know that Marlon Mack was going to go down, but hey, now he gets his time to shine. He steps up. You know, no Eric Ebron in Indianapolis this year, but another guy who's really stepped into that position. He's also been there important. Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox, number 81. That is a real tight end for you right there. Big so, man. you know, as long as Phillip Rivers six, can six. negate his Phillip Riversness yep. in this game, you know, the Bears defense is simply, you know, I hate to use the word overrated, but they are. If you look at they the numbers. Overrated. If you look at the numbers, they are getting ran on. They're getting points scored. We go back to last week. Yes, they get the win in Atlanta, but how did they have to win? They had to come back from a twenty-six to ten deficit. So, do you what do you what do you take in the factor as far as like the uh, the quarterback change? Um, these, so, as far as the quarterback change in 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 in, uh, in uh, Chicago here, you know, I, I see an offense that is not necessarily trick or happy to throw the ball. Uh, Madden Nagy is very similar to Doug Peterson over there in, in Philadelphia. They run a very similar type of offense. And so it's not, you know, it's not necessarily going to be all on Nick Foles, but I do see the uh, the Bears opening up their offense a little bit more, trusting a more veteran quarterback who's, you know, been in bigger situations and has made bigger throws in bigger situations, as opposed to babying Mitch Trubisky down the field. So, you know, there is an opportunity for more explosive plays down the field. Okay. And so, you know, Mitch Trubisky, whatever, we talk about what he did in, in the, uh, you know, the one game in which he did play well, that was a comeback effort. And so, you know, we always talk about these quarterbacks padding their stats, late in games, comeback efforts, you know, playing not prevent defense, but a little looser type of defense. Yep. And that's where the, where he excelled. We saw what happened when, when they played strap-up defense on him last weekend in Atlanta. He gets benched. So... You know, 10 points, not impressive for a professional football offense for me. And then, you know, you got an overrated defense here, and you got a team who likes to run the ball. If they can control the clock, they can control the narrative of the game. I lean Colts here. All right, Keith, you also lean Colts. Let me know. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely trying to echo the sentiments that Rome just laid out. But um, to put it more simply, I feel like the Colts defense is super real. Um, I know you said they haven't, they played lesser opponents, but I feel like that's what good defenses do. Um, it's been only three weeks. Uh, all of the people they played, uh, I mean, outside of the Jets, um, you know, the, all the other two of them, they've had their moments. Like, you know, they're still talking about Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And like, um, all that being said, and uh, the Bears are banged up. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, I'm, I'm hip. I'm hip. Uh, yeah, the Colts are the Colts, number one. Number one. Number, you know what I mean? Opponents like, passing yards per game right you know, now. Other teams are also playing very bad teams, and you know what I mean. They're doing the best at it. Right. Um, and it, that's a good point right there. Yeah, it's like, they are not the only team playing bad teams right now. And so I, I was saying this in the chat. Like, I think this is a year where it's it's not very much parity. Like, it's, like it's very extreme in the NFL. Like. The tanking culture is coming in. Like people are actually like they never used to tank in the NFL. Like it didn't make sense. It didn't, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. The draft wasn't. You know what I mean? That deep. It was all it was still about finding your guy, your need or whatever. Yep. People so, are tanking now, and it, it, like any given Sunday is dead. It's like you know what I mean? Like, 
So I, I just want to make a comment on tanking. I personally don't necessarily think players tank, right? They can't. Think, not in football. You, you can't. Know, you can't in football. But, you know, front offices can most surely tank in football. And so when you're not putting your teams in the best positions when to you're win, betting spreads, that, When you're betting spreads, that's all that's bad. Like, that, I, if I can get a tip on that, like, come on, bro. Like, you know right. they're tanking. Like, right, but would you say it's, 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 it's players tanking or would you say it's front office based? If, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's if it's any. It's definitely not the players. The players I just I just want to be cautious this year on throwing that tanking word around. We threw that around early last year with the Miami Dolphins. They did not tank. They just simply weren't a good yeah, team. Yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think. And then they, they totally show agree. up late in the end of the year. I just don't think. You know, and this this may sound squarish it's, or whatever, but com- with the physicality of football, I don't think guys. The are tanking tank. happens way no. before the players even make a decision to tank or not. Like it's the product that they're putting out there on the field. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm not coming. I'm just asking the question. So do you think it's like, it's like a you know? It doesn't matter if you tank if you already if you are you who you are and you lining up against this guy yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what I'm asking is that just like it's not gonna work. I, I, I just want to say, when I hear tanking, I hear purposely not doing well, right? Not. No, I, I think I think I think it's I think it's separate. Like, I'm, well, I, feel I think your point. You got to respect the game enough to say like I think it's a, still any given Sunday. I think across all sports though, like players, like you know, I mean, you don't want to lose. Like, I think with NBA, like after a while, like the guy, you know, eighty-two game season, like eventually they'll just start to right. feel like and that's an we suck. Yeah, yeah, that's an everything. Well, NFL, like if you don't put in that effort, you can get hurt out there. Like you don't want to get hurt out there, so. I don't. I, I totally agree. The tanking thing is not valid with me. Um, but it's really about like just uh, the GMs and the, the the products that they put out there. Sound man, I see you also lean Colts. Before you do that though, I want to throw out this stat: <laughs> Philip Rivers after a win, 61-62 and two against the spread. Uh, so um, let me know though. You lean Colts. Very glaring stat. You had it highlighted in green. It definitely stood out to me. I'm just gonna lean Colts because I don't think or believe the Bears should be 4-0. Um, I don't know how they even got to 3-0. and um, <laughs> But since they did, it's just like, whatever. Like, but, but they could lose this game and be 3-1, and one, What right? does that stat say to you guys, though? The, the Philip River stat. It's, it's interesting it, to me. It's just like, to me, it says it's a coin flip. He's a Ironically, it says Philip Rivers it's, to it's me. It's Philip Rivers. Yeah, it's game in the fourth quarter, and the guy would also lose the game To me, it's like literally proving that it's, it's a coin flip. Like, you know right. what I mean? Him being in this shit. And, yeah. uh, for me, I mean, it just, it just means that, um, you know, with the spreads, against the spread means, you know, expectation. So, like, you know, after after he wins, he he, he doesn't necessarily meet the expectations you know, I mean, the well, majority of the time. Well, it says half the time. He does. And let's just, like, let's just, it, let, it's, it's let's less, just make this It's a little less clear. than half. It's a little less. I mean, out of 62 plus 60, out of, out of, um, so this is 64 plus 61 is 125. Out of 125 games, he's covered the spread 61 times after a loss. You know what I mean? Like, so at that point, it's like, yeah, I guess it's, it's a little, it's, he's, you know, about 48% against the spread. So, um, you know, with a really, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Would you, will we all agree with that yes. or no? Mm-hmm. Philip so, Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He just threw his 400 touchdown, touchdown. passes past weekend and also has thrown for 60,000 Right, yards. and out of all the Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. that we know, or <laughs> at least that are still in the game, like let's say the Brady's, the the Breeze, et cetera, is like, out of all of them, like I think they are, you know, much better after a win, sure. you know. So that that's pretty much what I was saying with Philip Rivers. We, you know, we've seen him mm-hmm. do some. So I mean, we have we have a quarterback. I, I think 
I think this is a great game, though. I definitely, I'm glad we went into detail here. Um, I, w I won't miss mention the chicken sandwich myself, but you know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely uh, intrigued. How I, I'm, I'm the I'm chicken sandwich island. it up. I'm, I'm going to know island. chicken sandwich bags. I'll play the coats here for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I do I do believe, though, that the um, the offense for the Bears is definitely going to perk up with um, with Foles because they not they don't let uh Trubisky just throw that motherfucker. I think they'll let Foles throw that motherfucker. But I still don't think they need to be four and zero after this week. I mean they can, but they can be three and one, right? And three and one's and, cool, but and four and zero is kind of surprising. But they can be three and one and cover the spread. That too. All right, so um, all right, that's a good game. I like cool. that. Uh, Roman, I might come back to you on that one, um, but <laughs> we'll see. Um, Jaguars at Bengals. Um, Bengals favored by three. It's a little little disagreement here. Um, Rome, I'll start with you. Over under forty nine. By the way, who do you like here? Ling Bengals here. Uh, like what Joe... Joey covers. Hey, Joey shout covers. Shout out to Joe Burrow last weekend winning me a chicken sandwich plus seven Bengals. Mm. The line got down to what I want to say was five and a half. Went back up to six and a half on Sunday. And so basically what we saw from the Bengals is what we expected to see. I think uh, what we what we did not expect was what we saw from the Philadelphia Eagles, right? I think the Bengals, they are an offense that can score 23 points on average a game, but usually they should lose those games, right? With a yep. terrible defense, right? And then Geno Atkins, Atkins has not played thus far. You would think the Bengals would lose there, but I don't think that was necessarily too much telling on the Bengals as much as it was on the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Yep. Uh, the, the Bengals, they're going to get these large numbers, obviously, this year, being underdogs, being one of the top uh, bottom three uh, teams in the league with the totals. So they're going to get these points every weekend. And I just don't think that Joe Burrow is as terrible as people want to put them as a rookie quarterback. I was down hard on Joe Burrow, and this had nothing to do with being an Alabama uh, fan. I just I simply thought, but you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I just didn't think he would show up in the pros, right? And so the past three weeks, I'm not going to say he's arrived. You know, I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. He played well last week, and I'm not going to say he arrived. But what I think uh, we've seen from Joe Burrow is he can hang in there, right? He can take those tough shots. He can throw the ball 61 times a game, right? And so when, you, when you're entrusting your rookie quarterback to throw the ball 60 times a game, that leaves you an opportunity to stay in every single game. You're not babying him like Lamar Jackson, right. like Josh Allen. You are not working him through these offenses. You're letting him sling it. And the more you let him sling, the more you have an opportunity to cover and score points. And so that's why I like the Bengals here. You know, the Jaguars, these guys are you lean Bengals. Right? I'm sorry, lean Bengals. All right, all right. Lean <laughs> Bengals. And but the Jaguars, man, I mean, what are we getting? I mean, I spoke on Gardner Minshew's first week, 19 to 20, whatever. And then I, I doubled down last week speaking on uh, Minshew saying that we aren't sold on the Jaguars. We came in the season thinking they would be a bottom team. Right? Bengals as well. So, why are we so excited about the Jags here in a spot in which they haven't shown us that they can even play professional football consistently? Neither have the Bengals, but you get a tie last yeah, week. That's, that's not more, terrible. That's more what I was thinking. I was like, I went on this whole spiel about, like, oh, these motherfuckers is tanking out here. And then I went and liked the Jags, who, like, is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, seriously, I, I had to fuck around and like the Jags because the Bengals offensive line Terrible. is, like, 
I don't know. We might have to at the Breonna Taylor cops. We need to get these motherfuckers. <laughs> next, they next in line. They next in line. I was because just telling them this motherfucker mix and be fucking leading. The, how can you be top five in the league in yards after contact? And then also be fucking bottom five in yards per run. It's like, it's right, like yeah, bro, it's what the hell? I it's catch insane. the ball, I have to throw it in the golf. Then I worry about where the hole that. It's like, bro, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's a reason Joe Burrow has to throw 60 times. It's like, you talking about how that was a good thing because he's a rookie quarterback. No, no, not that's a good never thing. It's never, ever, ever. Like, no. when the best quarterbacks are throwing 60 times, like, oh, my God, either right. this game was the best game of the week or, like, oh, my God, they are getting <laughs> or killed. Or the defensive like, backs were high Please school help players. Aaron Rodgers type situation. Yeah. Like, So it wasn't necessarily a, a great thing that I'm saying that they're letting Joe Burrow throw the ball six times a game. What I'm saying is that opens up a, a larger margin of volatility on offensive points scored. When you're throwing the ball, you have a larger volatility. You know, you have a, you have a better... You know, better chance of scoring, throwing right. than you do yeah. running, and that's just what I feel it is. It. Against a good defense, I would be very, very For light sure. scared. 100%. But you know, it's the Jags. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even about to watch this game. Give me yeah. the highlights. Yeah, I um, I, I lean Jaguars. I'm gonna be quick with me. I lean Jaguars. I think Gardner Minshew has some talent. Um, been ten days. You know, they uh, and you know, like the Bengals. You know, their offensive line not good. So I, I think um. The minus three for a team that was, you know, just what two and fourteen last year, um, and has no offensive line. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. The lean plus three in this case. Sound man though has a like. What's what? Yeah, talk to us, man. <laughs> the, like, the Bengals is kind of crazy. It's definitely. Uh, <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, yo, the Bengals are favored by three. That's kind of insane. But I'm just going by the eye test. To me, yes. Bengals are very terrible. Offense line is terrible. Defense is probably not that good. I haven't watched too much of them to know how really good it is. But every time you see them, it's just like, okay, you guys are looking shitty. But for some reason, every single one of these games, no matter how bad they're looking, they're kind of like a player three away from winning the game. And I feel like the Jaguars be bullshitting so much that this could be the game that the Bengals just win the game outright. And I also believe they're probably going to win by three. So I think this is ultimately going to be a push. But I, overall, I'm going to probably pick the Bengals. Yep. So, wait, 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 wait. Does this mean Joe Burrow is replacing Minshew in your heart? Like, because I'm not going to lie. Last year, Minshew, <laughs> no, Minshew, oh, Minshew is your guy. Oh, wow. You know, he wasn't my guy, though. He wasn't my guy to be like, I gotta replace this guy. Minshew wasn't your guy. I just want to make it clear. You know, I watched that game this past weekend, Philly and Bengals, and the Bengals were were one T. Higgins stepping out of bounds, coming back in and touching the ball first from winning that football Week one, they were one offensive pass interference from A.J. Green from winning the So we got a team here. They're right there. They're young. Terrible offensive line, but somehow they're covering they're nuts there. and they're still in games late in fourth quarter. Right. That what, is a team that I want to. So ride. what do you guys think about the over? That's what I was gonna say. What do you got? The total is uh, forty nine, which is a little. Forty nine sounds insane as well. Just as them being favored by a three. So. Forty nine doesn't sound crazy to me. I'm sorry. This is not two thousand and one. This is not nineteen ninety eight. These guys are <laughs> slinging the ball 40, 32 times, thirty six times a game. What's Shit, this? Josh Allen. 
throwing the ball 36 times a game in a yeah, running he, offense. He steps up, though. I mean, when you take... In a running offense. He's elite. elite, though. He's elite. He's elite now. They're saying elite. That's what they're saying. Last week, the streets is talking. The streets is I just think that 49 is easily attainable by both teams. That's all I'm going to say. I don't have a play on that. What I would say, though, is you said Geno hasn't played yet, right? Geno Atkins has not played, but he's questionable. He's questionable. If he does not play right now, the Jaguars are... 31st in opponents rushing yards per game. So look for James Robinson maybe to go over, um, I would say, uh, I would say about 63 and a half yards. Look for him to go over that uh, That's a good mark. prop because he is their main back right now. He is their sure. main back, and, um, yeah, they're going to give him some go, especially because the Bengals – Defense randomly top six in the league, only giving up two hundred and two hundred and ten opponents passing yards per game. Yeah, Wentz looked awful. But let's move on. I guess another NFC East team: Browns at Cowboys. Cowboys favored by four. Total is fifty five and a half. Um, everyone pretty much agreed uh, with the Cowboys in this one. Either lean or light. Not going to um, get on it too much. Fifty five and a half. Though anybody any thoughts on that? Fifty five and a half total. I'm not about to put any money on. Baker Mayfield having to score points for me. Right. I can't do it. So, I, I do have a lean play here. Lean on uh, the Dallas Cowboys total team over. They've yeah. shown to be capable of scoring points. They just simply haven't been shown to be capable of winning football games and playing good defense. Um, What I will say, though, uh, I, w- I will probably look. Uh, last week, they didn't get Zeke involved enough. I think they'll be a little more conscious about it this uh, week. And Browns defend the run very well, top five in the league, under 95 opponents rushing yards per game. But I look for them to get Zeke kind of out in space, maybe a, a, a catch or two. So look for – I will play Zeke maybe um, – I don't know what the number will be, but if it's at two receptions, I'll play over. Two will be the push. So I think he'll get it like uh, three receptions in this game, especially once they figure out they might not be able to run against this Browns defense. <laughs> uh, next game, Saints at Lions. Saints favored by four the Four is very uh, relevant this week. Saints favored by four. Uh, total is 54. Let me see how you guys feel. Rome, you got a like here. Yep. Uh, got a like here. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. Drew Brees, I've been saying he's 38 years old all year. But the guy is 41. All right. Is he and really? Like, that's I don't know. Oh, but the okay. guy looks old out there, all right? So we go back to Alvin Kamara's contract. And I know I, I want to keep this short, but they just paid that guy $74 million to catch check downs and screens out of the backfield. Yes, sir. He is 41. He is 41. He is 41. Oh. Correct. Okay. All right. So, you know, I, I as a former quarterback, I am a Drew, B, Drew Brees mechanical fan as far as feet mechanics. All right. So I've been watching Drew Brees for years. And, and the guy simply has lost a step. That's just where they are right now, right? Yeah, for sure. And so you talk about Ben Roethlisberger coming. Can he push the football? To, all these guys are professional. Yes, they can throw a 45-yard pass. The question is, can they do it consistently on an accurate basis? And and that, that Saints offense that has been blended to be on quick action throws, you know, a lot of quick plays, right. that even hasn't looked great this year. Yeah. So now you ask yourself, a team that's high on on a win against a, a, a spread offense in in, in, uh, in Detroit here, who just came off a, a big win against offense that can spread it out and sling the ball. You're going to get something similar this week in Drew Brees, who a guy who can sling the ball, an offense that's not necessarily going to run it on you. 
I think this is a good matchup for the Lions. The Lions can play football, man. I mean, they got Adrian Peterson in the backfield. You want to say how old he is? It doesn't matter. It He's does. falling forward every single time. All right? It does. Okay, I get you here. It does because his yards per carry is not there, and that that, that messes with, with the team's overall YPPG, right? Yards per, per play. And then... You know, I, I I hear I hear the hesitancy about the Lions, but that's exactly what the Lions were hearing last week before they went into Arizona and won outright, right? And so, I just believe in this Lions team, specifically Matt Stafford. We've really had no reason to not believe in Matt Stafford. I mean, the guy has 34 fourth quarter comeback wins in his career. Make that 35 after last week, right? Okay. So the Lions plus four here is not a terrible play against a guy who's showing age in Drew Brees at 41 in an offense that simply has been one-dimensional going through Alvin Kamara. I mean, 57-yard screen pass to the house, simply bad tackling on the Packers' part. That that just simply should have never happened. Do we see that this weekend against the Lions? I don't think so. I think Jeff Kuna, uh, a real good corner. Corners come to the league, and when they're good immediately, that should show you some as far as their production and where they're trending as far in the league. I lean Lions. Plus, I like Lions plus four. Chicken sandwich battle, baby. Let me get in on this. I'm I'm about to like the Saints here. Go ahead, Keith. I'm going to keep it super sweet because I I, I know you want to get in. You already said you want the sandwich. Yep. I'm like, God damn it, he beat me to the sandwich. Because I'm like, Rome is fucking with the Lions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it really sweet. I'm picking the Saints here for the simple battle that the play the play you, you literally mentioned where the Packers look really stupid, that is the Lions. They can't fucking tackle. They're like, like one of the bottom three teams in the league against the rush. You know that you know the Saints are going to re- you knew the Saints are going to run the ball literally for the last three years. That hasn't stopped them yet. They still run. have Alvin. Wait, run the ball? Run the ball. Run the ball. The Saints have been trying to run them ever since they have ever since they have Mark Ingram and Kyle and ever since Kamara got there, they have been trying to run the ball. If not run the ball, those short pads, the short pads you're talking about, I'm those counting that. Runs, I'm counting them as runs. I'm counting here, those right? as runs. So I so if, And the Lions we, are proven to be terrible against that exact type of play. I don't disagree with them. The Lions are like I'm thinking of number forty specifically. Uh, I remember when I was That's watching Jeff film. I'm gonna give you some context. Uh, University of Florida product middle linebacker. Quick context before I pass it off to yeah. me. My the way I do for a living, my job. Mm-hmm. I we have an office Same, here, similar jobs off, over here, and then our other offices in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Every Monday in the sports <laughs> in the sports slack, we do the ha ha ha. It's at the fucking Lions, bro. No <laughs> one even talks about how shitty the the Redskins are. Hey, we watch, just watch get to talk about team. how bad the Lions. Like that's crazy, <laughs> Lions, bro. That's Lions, crazy. Six and a half dogs <laughs> last week. They went out right in Arizona in the desert last year. They go out in the desert as three point favorites and they tie. All right, so whatever, whatever. But I like the Lions here on the Saints team that's given up 30-plus points in the past two weeks. They talk about the defense being a strong point of the team uh, after the Saints being a team that had to score enough points to keep the other team out of the game. Now that now the Saints seem to want to hang their head on their defense, they've given up 30-plus points in the past two weeks. They gave up 34 to the Raiders, yep. all right? And then they give a 30, 30 plus last week, thirty seven yep. to Aaron Rodgers in this their Raiders, own in their own beds. They slept in their own beds the night before. And they give thirty seven. That Aaron Raiders offense and the Lions offense couldn't no be Devontae two Adams. completely different things. They couldn't For be sure. two completely. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But 30, thirty points are not two different things. They give up thirty points against your Raiders. 
who you wouldn't necessarily say is a great offense. Would you not agree or disagree? I'm going to look at the T.O.P. here. The T.O.P. going to tell the story. And I I, I agree with that now. (laughs) I agree with that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um... Before I get into Tooney stats, uh, one thing we didn't even account for is Michael Thomas is going to return this week. Um, while it hasn't been fully re- reported that he's going to return this week, peace stamp. If he, yeah, I stamped this a few, couple weeks ago that he was going to return this week simply because they would have put him on IR and he would have been able to return next week. They never, they never did that. They're going to try him out there this week. I think he's going to be a little bit healthier. I say like three, three weeks uh, he'll be, uh, you know, a little alright with um, around the clock treatment. So he has that. Um, l- Lions under Matt Stafford, 61, 73, and 4 against the spread versus the NFC. Uh, why did, I mean, obviously, um, you know, Saints, you know, our NFC team. One, one thing that I, I think that it's, it's a really big deal um, is the fact that I'm, motivational P, the Saints are coming off two losses in a row. And the fact that you you mentioned, Rome, that um, last year the Lions, I mean, last week the Lions played the Cardinals, beat them outright as six-and-a-half-point dogs. Last year the Lions played the Cardinals as favorites and did not cover in that game, although they were up big in the first half. Right. Now, I said that um, I have to really get on this stat this week, but the Lions have been a pretty good first-half team for under Matt Patricia. But when it gets to that second half, they tend to melt down, especially when a team can run the ball. Now, uh, the Saints aren't typically the you know the running you know team. We don't think of them as a run first team, but when they get ahead, they have been able to run the ball traditionally with a Mark Ingram, um, Ladavi. Uh, what is his Latavius. name? Latavius, Latavius. Murray. Um, so they, they have been able to like melt the clock late and like you know kind of just you know defeat you from that standpoint. Um, you know they're coming off two losses, like I said. Um, you know, the Lions are not going to be able to run against this defense. They're going to become one-dimensional. And Matt Stafford has made those mistakes traditionally. So um, you're giving me less than a touchdown. While I would love it at three, um, I do like it at, at minus four, just from, from a standpoint that I think the Lions are a meltdown team in the second half. And traditionally, you can look at this, just all their games under Matt Patricia and see that. So All their games except last weekend, right? Except last week, I mean, not. I want to say that's the outright. only exception. I mean, and they played very well in the second half. Yeah, against a team that they played last year that they pretty much had figured out until you know. Second half. I don't disagree. I'm just stating the fact. You know, everything Roman is saying is just making me think more of the over. Like, what is the over on the team? Not necessarily that the Lions are going to win this. I think the the line I told was like 53 and a 54, half. 54. Oh, and yeah, 54. Yeah. See. Yeah. No. Vegas yeah. also. Was so that, yeah, and then the lot. last thing I wanted to mention was. Kenny Galladay is back. That's great for the Lions, right? But Lattimore straps big receivers. I would love to talk on this if you want to explain. Uh oh, uh oh. Freeze, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is his name Marcus? Am I am I right with Marcus? Marcus, Lattimore? yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus, Marcus Lattimore is a liability to a defense, not on the field as far as his production and skill, but Marcus Lattimore has had two. Personal fouls for 15 yards in big play instances. One play, one drive doesn't make a season, but we've seen it twice here in three weeks from Marcus Lattimore. This guy has played well in his first two seasons in the league, for sure, 100%. I'm not a Marcus Lattimore hater, but the guy needs to get his composure under control. And, And you can strap up all you want. But you can't be running around costing your team 15 yards after you strap them up on, on third down. You know? 
You can't totally. have that. I, I get that. Yeah, you can't have the big penalties there. So I totally agree with that. I we we, we agree with that from a hundred percent on that standpoint. Um, I did want to point out um, Saints fifty and thirty three against the spread after a loss uh, in this um, Breeze and Peyton era. So, uh, but yeah, that's the chicken sandwich. We're gonna run it back, baby. Uh, run that uh, chicken sandwich. Uh, back. What yeah, didn't yeah. happen is I didn't yeah. speak on this. All right, I'm go ahead. Lions plus four. Right? That's the line now, four. Man. Yeah, four. The line is four. Uh, just just full disclosure out here. Uh, I will be playing the Lions. At four and a half for sure. I will buy that extra point. I could see a 24 or 28 ending. So I, I don't want to die on it. I always make it known that I don't die on pushes. I'll either lose money or win money. I'm not dying on the push. Salmon alike. Yeah, I wanted to just up the ante, you know. Um, you know, we talking chicken sandwiches. That was definitely team lines here. So I know, you know, two for two mm. chicken sandwiches for the game. You feel me? Uh, you on the lines? Definitely on the lines as well. Okay, we get a little platter going. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. Y'all win, y'all get it. You know, we win, we get it. Anyway, I'm uh kind of the same mindset that um Rome was on. I think a very big win for the Lions last uh, week, personally, and I think they ride that high into this game um, against these Saints. They've been looking real fucking flat, and I don't think um. I think this is a bad spot for the Saints. Like you're expected to win, but I think um, these Lions might have maybe a little more motivation, or you know, Drew Brees definitely looking a little old to me. Um, but I was gonna definitely might stay away. I didn't know Michael Thomas. Oh, <laughs> oh. What you said, Michael Thomas oh. playing this week. I said nah. Personally, I was talking to Drew earlier today. I said I don't know when the Saints. Um, Bye week is if it's in a couple of weeks. Drew from Paris, that I, is. Yeah, I, um, our friend from Paris. Yeah, so their bye week is actually not this week. It's the following week after that. They have a Monday night game and then they have their bye week. I think that would be the right time to bring them back after the bye week. It's like, what are we playing for at this point? Are we playing for week four, week five? Are we playing for? No, no. You, you make it. You make a good. You make a good point from that standpoint that um, after the bye week. But I think when you fall down, you're. you're I mean, One Tampa two. Bay is bleeding the division right now. Um, you could have put him on IR if he was going to miss three weeks. Right now, he's missed two. This will make three. Um, and you could have brought him off IR once he missed three weeks. So I mean, he, listen, I have no inside scoop there. I just believe that he's going to play, especially with his determination. Um, I just think he's going to play in That's this. One. I'm not. Saying, I don't know if he's going to be 100 percent healthy, but I think he is going to play in this I game. Hope our Michigan listeners can get into Governor Whitmer's ear here and let him know that he should make a special exemption for uh, professional football and allow some some guys into the stadium this week. I know it probably won't happen, but it'd be great to see. All right, and next game, the uh, <laughs> this one we're actually not gonna touch on too long. Also, um, yeah. if you if you don't, if you haven't know um, if you don't know by now, uh, the Titans um, had some issues with uh, Rona. Apparently, a few people got it on the what a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the few a few people got it on the team as well as a couple staff members. So they've shut the facilities down until um, Saturday at least. And, um, yeah, and the Vikings may have to deal with that as well, so we'll keep an eye on that. Next game, <laughs> Ravens minus 13 at the Washington football team over under 47. Rome, how you feel about this one? Ravens. I mean, Ravens 13 and a half, two touchdowns better than the worst team that I've I mean, I have watched the Washington football team. This is a team who simply can't put – put out professional talent on offense specifically. 
You got a quarterback who's still trying to learn the ropes. He has bad feet, terrible eyes. Yep. And I, I you know, we see similar stats between him and and Josh Allen through the first, you know, whatever starts of their career. They have very similar. Hold it, all right. The Washington football team simply do not have professional talent on the offensive side of the ball. And so that becomes an issue with a Ravens team that can score 35 points on you. All right. And and, and Easy. that easily, right? And so they're not, they're not the Ravens defense, I mean offense is a team that has to sing on schedule, right? But I see them being able to stay on schedule and run the football on this Washington football team. The strength of this Washington football team is the front four. And you'd be very kind enough to say the front seven, but it, it's really in pass, pass plays or pass downs on third and six, third and sevens, in which they can really pin their ears back and thrive and get after quarterback. On the first two downs, these guys are just as bad as the Jets, all right? So I like the Ravens here to roll. I like the Ravens offense to stay on schedule here, and I like them to cover that nut of 13 and a half. Specifically, look for the First half line to cover here. You don't like 13 and a half in the full game? Cool. Do you not think the Ravens will be up a touchdown on the terrible Washington football team after a loss? Halftime? After a loss at home? Oh, and Monday they only night football. have to travel 30 miles down the beltway to get on the field at Landover. This is not a true away game for the Ravens. They're amped up, max motivation after a loss against Patrick Mahomes. I think they show up. I think the best bet on this game here. First half, Ravens line minus seven and Ooh, a half. Oh, I do. Agree. I want to get right into Soundman. Soundman, you lean with this is the fans fan. Are you changing yeah, it? I actually just loved it. Um, All right, there it is. <laughs> I usually try to stay away from the big. Uh, the big numbers, just likewise, right? Double digits. But um, you know, I just had to look at some stats from last night. I mean, Lamar threw for ninety-seven yards. Lamar also led his team with ninety-eight rushing yards. You know, you're you're super upset. You got embarrassed at the crib. On national TV, you're 0-3. Even my mama saw that, bro. Yeah, like, you're 0-3 against, you know, the guy. I mean, he obviously acting like he's not paying no attention to Patrick Mahomes. He's doing his own thing. But you're not, um, you know, this is, you know, who you have to be. It's supposed to be you guys for the next decade, so they say. Nonetheless, you have to play my Washington football team that just saw my quarterback make the dumbest mistakes I've ever seen him make. He's made a lot of dumb shit. His first game, he threw three picks. Terrible feet, terrible <clears throat> eyes. That's fine. You know, your first game, you threw, you throw three picks, but this game, you throw three picks. Um, like, every <clears throat> single pick you threw learned, uh, led to 21 points, so it's just like you're playing a much better defense in the Ravens. Um, yeah, like, get us out of here. Like, one and three. It's gonna be bad. Um, maybe like a thirty-one to thirteen type of game, in my yep. estimation. Um, you know, we'll be calling for Dwayne after this game. So. I think it's also uh, important to note. You know, I, I go back to last week. I talk about these offenses. You got Bills, Ravens, Steelers. These type of offenses that need to stay on schedule. I don't see that seeing an issue here against it's, a Washington football easy. team that cannot score points. You know. And there's a reason why I think Lamar Jackson is 0-4 against Patrick Mahomes. 
Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense because they cannot chase. They cannot play chase football. All right. right? I well, don't think they'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah. There's no, the there's no reason at all compared to Washington football team to anything with the Chiefs. So we're not, except uh, the bullshit uh, uh, mascots and shit. But um, anyway, I, I definitely, I, I, I totally agree with the Rome. You made all the points I could make. Ravens, first half. Um, I, I can say right now it's going to be a best bet. Um, so it's probably six and a half, six, six and a half. I will take them right there. Um, John Harbaugh um, as the head coach of the Ravens. So the Ravens since 08, 71, 62, and 3 against the spread non-division. Um, Washington football team also dealing with a lot of D-line injuries. Chase Young right now may not play this week. Who's the guy that went out on? Matt gone for the year. Gone for the year. Um, so D-line depth I'm is uh, D-line. dealing with some banged up. And mm-hmm. the cornerbacks have never been really good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love this. Keith, uh, what do you think about this one? Um, I actually, it's funny, I had it initially as a, a slight like for the Washington football team to cover. Um, I thought about it a little more, and now I have a slight, I mean, not slight, a slight lean for the Washington football Now I have a slight lean for the Ravens to cover. Um, don't necessarily disagree with anything you guys said. Uh, I just think it's going to be a game where um, the Ravens, uh, you know, coming off of L, they're going to get more, like, to their roots. They're going to they're gonna run the ball more like how they did last last week. I think it's going to be a pretty the in this not the skins the the Washington football team is actually pretty solid against the run. Um, I think it's going to be a game that kind of passes by. I think I think it's going to be actually pretty low scoring. Um, you said what thirty one thirteen. That's a you know what I mean a good defensive sequence from the Redskins from it being you know twenty three thirteen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think thirteen points is a lot of points to cover for a game that might be low scoring. Um, but then again, you know, the Washington football team is the Washington football team. They could totally just blow them out. And, you know what I mean, the 13 looked like nothing. Um, so that's, I have the lean Ravens there if I had to bet it. Uh, I just think 13, again, um, is one of those spots where Vegas, Vegas, you know what I mean, they know you just watched that Monday night football game. Right. Vegas yeah. knows that people that's betting on the game know that the Ravens just lost. Vegas knows that people who bet on games know that the Washington football team is terrible. Um, and I did want to mention Ron Rivera uh, as a home dog, though, 13-10-1 against the spread. But Washington football team is bottom um, six in rushing yards per game and passing yards per game. Um, I just I just don't see how you could, you can rock with this team right now. And, and it should also be noted, this has nothing to do with this game, but specifically 1 o'clock totals. 1 p.m. totals have gone 80% over this year. I know we've only been three weeks inside of the uh, professional football season here, but... Uh, overs on the totals have gone 80% here in these 1 o'clock windows. So I think that's something to look out for as well. Especially with the, uh, a Ravens team that can get up quick and then you have a uh, Washington football team that will be trying to chase and it might get some garbage points late. Yeah, and they probably will turn the ball over at that point as well. I totally agree with that, though, uh, standpoint. This next game, I uh, won't get too deep into it just because it looks like we all agree here, but Cardinals at Panthers. Uh, Cardinals favor by three over under 52. Um, I'll, st- I'll start with myself, though. Um, I will uh, lean with the Cardinals. I didn't like it just from the standpoint that I think the Panthers are a little more talented than um, people give them a little credit for. But um, Cardinals um, coming off a loss, I think they um, will be able to run the ball against this defense, especially with um, uh, the scrambling quarterback. So I-, I-, I lean the Cardinals in this one. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, it isn't like though, just from the standpoint that I think Carolina is a little talented, um, and they have to travel to the East Coast 1 p.m. start 
But um, Keith, how you feel about this one? Uh, I see. I'm the only. I'm the only like here. Uh, we all going Cardinals. I, yeah. I like the Cardinals here. I think I am people that you were just talking about. Like, don't think the Panthers are. Like, I, pr- I probably am guilty of that. Um, I was just, you know, I mean, very comfortable with, with my analysis of the Panthers being, you know, the Christian McCaffrey show, and going on with my life. Uh, him being hurt is really taking me for a loss. Like, I probably do have them like rated lower than I they probably should be because it, at the end of the day, it is a running back. You know what I mean? Like as dynamic and, you know, as they are, um, usually can be, you know what I mean, the production doesn't drop off too much between them and the next person. Um, so as much as I like them with him, I probably shouldn't rate them that bad. But I, I like what the Cardinals are doing. I, I just think it's a, a situation where one team is trending up and another team not necessarily trending down, but, like, this is obviously not their, their time or their year right now. Yeah. Um, and that three points is – very slight to me like when in a year where the home field advantage means nothing yep um that's a great point uh yeah for sure uh we all you know like the, at least lean or like the cardinals in this one um oh uh salmon you gotta like so just touch on that for yeah, me yeah just change it to it like um basically i'm just thinking about them the cardinals losing to a team that they think they shouldn't have lost to uh, the first two weeks. Everybody's talking Kyler should be in the MVP conversations. I think everybody. I've, I've seen. Uh, I've seen. Uh, I've seen some people saying he should be right under the the Russ oh, and the I Josh. Was Allen. I was Oh, 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 Josh. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, Josh yeah, is there. Like oh, Rush, okay. Josh Allen, maybe Kyler in there. I'm like, no. Oh, I thought it was between A Rod and Russ right yeah, now. Yeah, A Rod too. Josh um, Allen got some love. Seven touchdowns, no interceptions. So you know, just just figure it to Kyler was there. You know, his plays look amazing. He throws, I think, the second best ball in the NFL. But uh, I just think uh, they think they should have beat the Lions. Um, Granted, um, people, you're saying people don't think the Panthers are as talented as they might be. I, I, I don't think they are, personally. No offense to the Panthers fans here, but I mm. just think... So, what, I'm sorry, I don't even want to go off track. What, what would the spread be right Panther now? Fan. Panthers at Panthers at Washington football team. What do you think the spread be? Seven and a half? No way. No way. No way. No way. For no sack. They suck. It's no not sad, seven and not seven and And I'm saying right now, there's no way happy right now either. I would have it. At the board, at the best, right. At the best. It would be three and a half Panthers. Yeah, I'm going three Panthers. Three <laughs> Panthers. Yeah, three Panthers. They cover? They cover the three? Yeah, they, they right. cover. Randomly, they cover. That's what times we play. That's in two and a half, three. But, um, you know, Shady, check down, baby. I like Cardinals here, man. Prove that they should be the better team in this situation. Right. All right. So I'm I'm gonna just quickly get into the next game. Vikings at Texans. Texans favor about four. Over under is actually fifty four and a half. Um, looks like we got a a few stayaways from this one. Uh, Rome, you lean Vikings. Let me know why. Uh, just lean Vikings here simply because we watched. You know, a Mike Zimmer team that proved to be a Mike Zimmer team last week. You know, they covered a number. They covered a number. Mike Zimmer, what is he after a loss? Like 70% of hey, their number. God, they cover, baby. That's all so, that matters. You know, they lose. You know, it's not. It's And, and I just want to make this very important out there to the listeners. It's not about winning and losing. It's about covering. Mike True. Zimmer is the best head coach in the NFL if we're talking about covering. He pulls up a team who is lacking in talent this year. I would say the Vikings do not have professional football talent on the offensive side and specifically at the defensive back sides on defense. You got Harrison Smith and you got Harris playing safeties. 
And then you got McKenzie trying to trying to make it work at corner out of Clemson, but it's not happening right now for the for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. You got Dalvin Cook, who has a you know he's a fantasy machine right now as far as touchdowns, but not as far as yards. So you're like, where are the Vikings right now? I'll tell you. The Vikings are a team that can go into Houston this weekend and control the narrative of the football game. The Houston Texans have not shown to be able to be competent as far as offensive production in terms of what they did last year. And they are missing DeAndre Hopkins. They are missing that. They are. And, and he's not that necessarily big play receiver, but he's the guy who's going to catch that third and six for you, eight yards, you know, and get you two yards past the first down and get your chains moving. And that is a team that, you know, the Houston Texans simply are not this year. They have not had production out of their receivers outside of Will Fuller catching a bum touchdown this past weekend. I mean, who are we expecting the Texans to be? I have seen Bill O'Brien simply not put the best plays in the hands of Deshaun Watson in football games. And I'm not a big believer in this Houston Texans team, specifically offensively. I like the Vikings. I like Mike Zimmer. We talk about coaches in the NFL. What matters most, coaches or players? Coaches. All right. There it is. That's my Uh, point. Mike Zimmer, 29 and 10 against the spread after a loss. 29 uh, with the Vikings. And 10. So that's ridiculous. 18 and 8 against the spread versus the AFC. 18 and 8. And randomly, Kirk Cousins, 66% against the spread Ooh. during 1 p.m. starts. Yeah. Any other time, he's awful. But during 1 p.m. starts, he's all right. He's all to cover the spread at least. That's what I'm doing. Texans, like you said, favored by four, but uh, they're randomly opponents rushing yards per game, 30 last in the league, giving up 188.3 yards per game. So Dalvin Cook should, maybe should get it in in this one. Um, but uh, we, we shall see, though. I also wanted to mention Texans in 2018 started 0-3, just like this year. And in 2018, they finished that season 11-5. I don't think, you know, that was pretty hard to mimic, but... um. There is a chance that you know they can they can still make the playoffs. So I did want to put that out there. All right. Next game, I got a little confused. Rome took my sheet. Um, it's all right. Next game, Seahawks at Dolphins. Seahawks favored by six and a half. Totals fifty four and a half. Uh, Salmon, how do you feel? Um, uh, I love the Seahawks because I usually love them wherever they are playing. Uh, I got just said Russell Wilson's looking like the MVP this season. Um. For me in particular, uh, I'm loving the Seahawks here, but for me in particular, I'm looking for the Dolphins offense, passing offense, fantasy football-wise, for them to go off for me. I need Devontae Parker to have a great game. They're giving up 430 (laughs) yards a game. It's ridiculous. Um, They set a record for the most passing yards, giving up over 1,200 within the first three games. So um, I picked the Seahawks to win the NFC, either them or their counterpart in the NFC West and the 49ers, but you're not going to win this NFC giving up this amount of passing yards. You bring Jamal Adams here for a particular reason, and I don't know. You want to mention how many passing yards they're giving up? Because it's ridiculous. I said 430 is what they're giving up per game, (laughs) and they have a stat that the 1,200, over 1,200, through the first three games is what they've given up already. That's an NFL record, so it's kind of ridiculous. Um, yet again, um, this goes back to what we said last year. Seahawks on the road. Um, just a six and a half point game. I think they'll go down here and they'll just, you know, 
have fun in Miami. I guess these dolphins, so I love to see. Need to welcome to Miami drive right there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go with me. Um, I only lean the Seahawks in this position. Um, I, I you know, I, I would. I was close to liking them. I may still bet on them. I'll certainly maybe take them in a, uh, a teaser or parlay. But it seems like maybe a trap game for me, just as far as that. You know, the Miami Heat. Um, you know, just it gets hot as hell down there. Um, you know, early. You know, early afternoon. And, um, you know, Seahawks got to travel across, you know, to the West Coast, uh, 10 a.m. body clock game. So um, I am a little cautious about that and the fact that they're they're undefeated right now, right? So they're undefeated, coming in a little fat and happy. So I'm a little cautious. I, I only lean with the Seahawks. Um, Roman, how you feel? Got to play here. Uh, <laughs> really like the over in this game, all right? We got a Dolphins team here. You know, they score 31 against Jacksonville. They score 28 against Buffalo, who we think who, you know, has, a, has, you know, it's arguably the number one defense in that division up there with the Patriots. And, you know, Stephon Gilmore seems like the only guy really holding that Patriots uh, defense down right now, him and uh, McCourtney on the back end. Mm-hmm. So we talk about the Dolphins here. You know, they've been able to score 28-plus points in the past two weeks. They've got a Seahawks off, uh, defense here who has allowed 506 yards on average per game. 304, uh, 439 yards passing uh, have the Seahawks given up. They've also given up 28 points per game. And while the Dolphins have only scored 23 points per game average in their past three, uh, three games, they've scored, you know, over, like I said, 28 in the past two weeks. I like the over here. You know, Russell Russell Wilson, guy. I mean, we all think he's an MVP candidate. I do not disagree with that. On the first three weeks of the season, they scored 38, 35, and 38 points on offense. That is an explosive offense. We look back. We want to put the Seahawks in this box of 24. This is not the 2014 Seahawks who cash these unders. This is a team that <laughs> scores points and, you know, they're good for five touchdowns a game against a, uh, you know, and then you, you flip it on the backside. You go Miami's defense. They're giving up 415 yards a game. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I like the over here at four, uh, 54. Uh, don't like it at 54 and a half simply because of that jinx that happened Monday night in Baltimore. And you also lean with the Dolphins. Lean Dolphins. Six here. and a half. Just because right. of the number in the cross-country travel. No, I got you. Uh, Keith, you like Seahawks? Yeah. I like the Seahawks here. Um, I knew that they had the struggles in the, you know, in the defensive passing game. I didn't necessarily know that it was as bad as it was. Yeah. I had I hadn't seen the raw numbers. I knew it was pretty bad, um, which is why you know Russ is able to do what he's gonna let him cook. Yep. It's not necessarily let him cook. It's like yeah, Russ, can you please cook? Because the defense is get letting them cook. Um, but again. If if we're gonna if we're gonna say all that is true, and we're sitting here saying it's gonna be a shootout between Russell Wilson with the weapons he has, and Ryan Fitzpatrick and the weapons he has, um, I'm just simply saying I like the Seahawks to you know what I mean win that by more than a touchdown. Gotcha. All right, I, I simply did. Salma, did you even did you go on this one yet? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, kind of kicked it off. All right, so I gotcha. I just can't you know I get a little. <laughs> Drinking tonight. Uh, anyway, um, next game: Chargers at Bucks. Bucks favored by seven. Um, I don't want to get too deep in this one because we pretty much all agree with uh, at least lean with the Bucks in this one. I did want to point out a stat though, um, as far as um, 
Bruce Arians is a head coach. 16-19-2 against the spread as a home fave. So that's including the uh, Andrew Luck uh, Colts when he took over, as well as the Cardinals with um, Carson Palmchek. What, we, what we do know is that this Chargers defense is uh, taking L's by the day. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm glad you got the they're, back they're losing. They're losing big pieces. Not just, you know, oh, he's down. It's like... You know what I mean? Names that shake the room. Like, oh, yeah. Ingram. You know Ingram. I, Chris Harris Jr. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's um, like, these are big pieces that they're losing. Uh, Derwin James. But these are all pros. Like, yeah. come on. Professional defensive players that make impacts on the field. And so you see, you know, you get a Chargers defense here who just played the Panthers. And you say, you know, okay, eh. Yeah. They I still mean, lost. Honestly, <laughs> if, if Still gave up three touchdowns. If Brady... Belichick aside, like if Brady, I don't have Brady losing a game like this to a, a rookie quarterback. It's like, no, come on, no, me either. Are we, are we really going to sit here? The and say, question is the nut, and the nut is six and a half or seven. 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 I see seven, seven. Right. So, do you see him covering the nut here against who? The Chargers, a banged up Chargers My team. Boy. Banged up Chargers team. Uh, the only thing that gives me like a little bit of reservations is. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying is Justin I, I got, Herbert. I got, I I got no reservations here. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is no necessarily me disagreeing with you. I'm more so just, I just want you to articulate your thoughts because I think we're on the same page here, but I just, I just kind of want to hear I, I got no reservations here just from the standpoint of, um, you know, with with the Bucks or rather with the Chargers. Um, Herbert, like, when he came out in that first game and he played the Chiefs, like, you can say whatever you want, but the, the Chargers will play the Chiefs pretty close yes, the last few years. Just from that, that defensive line standpoint. Correct. That was before Ingram went out. Yes. And um, the, the the Chargers, like, they're, they're dealing with a bunch of injuries now, and I just think that the Bucks, you know, will be prepared for this. Um, you know, they, they don't have any, like, you know, cornerbacks or, like, they got one defense alignment. I, I just don't think this this will work out very well for them. So, and, yeah, we got to go with the Bucks in this one. Okay, and I just want to, you know, close it real quick. 30 seconds on this. I, I just, you know, the, the, the Chargers have been rated as a top 10 defense so far. So are the Bucks, right? And so now you get in this position where, okay, say they're just even, right? Who has the better offense? A rookie quarterback or Tom Brady? And there's film on the rookie quarterback now. This is now we A rookie quarterback? Yeah. Or Tom Brady, who can hand the ball off to Leonard Fournette, or a healthy Ronald Jones, and and simply just chew the clock on these guys. They don't have to necessarily blow them out the water. You know, you could easily see a comeback effort, you know, here late by the Chargers, but they simply have not been shown to put up points. They put up 16 at home last week. Yep. I totally agree, so... Yeah, that game, uh, Salman. Um, I know you. It looks like you like the Bucks in that one, so I just feel like you, you know, sort of agree with that. Yeah, like, it isn't too much in that one. We yeah, all love the I'm Bucks. mad at myself. We all, no, we all love the Bucks in that one. I think that was pretty self-explanatory. Giants at Rams. Rams favored about thirteen. Over under is forty-seven and a half. It looks like. Let me see who. All right, Salman. How do you feel about this one? Yeah, I'm gonna. I was hoping you would come to me first because I'm gonna keep it very quick. I think. Um, like I said, I was talking about the Rams and the Bills games last week. I thought the Rams were overmatching, even though they played the Bills really good. I think um, they're kind of mad at how the game went. Apparently, a bad pass interference call. I wasn't watching too much football last week, but I definitely saw the call. Thought it was a good call personally, um, but I think you're, you know, you're upset at how it went. 
And now you're you're back playing a apparently a lesser team, so I think they get back on track this week. And I just like the Rams to win outright. All right, um, stay away from me. Um, looks like Keith, you lean Rams as well. Yeah, I'm gonna lean Rams. Uh, the, very quick, the Giants are future. I think that's known. Um, they're in. I think that's one of the in the category of involuntary tanking. Uh, it's just like they're arbitrary. <laughs> it's like it's like what the fuck. The only the only reason it's a it's a lean and not a like is again, uh, same with the Ravens. It's it's kind of how I analyze that Ravens line. Thirteen points is a lot for a professional football team. Yeah. Um, you, just, you have no, you have no will to keep covering. Like even if you're up to fourteen, like what is that field goal at the end of the game going to do to you? Nothing. And right. You're, and you're going to give it up, and you're going to be sick. Um. So yeah, that's why the thirteen is just. Too much for me to like it uh, with two two teams of people who are you know in theory getting paid to do gotcha. this. Yeah, I wanted to wanted to mention that the Giants I, they were my best bet two weeks ago because they were on the roll. But seventeen and eight against the spread is a roll team in the last four years. We skip to Patriots versus the Chiefs. But the 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 Patriots simply aren't themselves. They aren't the same Patriots, and that is the difference. Yes. Cameron Newton is for sure an upgrade from what Tom Brady was for the Patriots last year. But are the Patriots an upgrade from what the Patriots were last year? And I don't ne- I'm not necessarily sold on that, specifically with the way that Cam Newton maneuvers within this offense. You know, big play down to uh, Julian Edelman two weeks ago, but we need to see a little bit more consistency between the main key factors on this offense. And we and we keep trying to negate this offense to rookies and young players or not necessarily. That is who this offense is. It is Nikhil Harry. There is they cut Muhammad Sanu. All right. So that, that is these are the guys that they're trusting on to win football games at the professional level. And I think that Cameron Newton simply can get it done. I mean seven a seven on the line against the Chiefs. I love the Chiefs. I think this is the best offense we've ever seen in our entire lifetime. But seven points, I think they can cover. Patriots. So you you lean with the Patriots. Lean um, Patriots here. I also lean with the Patriots just from the standpoint I said Cam Newton with chip on his shoulder going against a big-time quarterback. He usually shows up for games like this. And Bill Belichick will be ready. little, uh, you know, rest advantage. Chiefs just played Monday night. I think he will be ready. So the seven points. Um, no, I think they kind of mimic what the uh, try to mimic what the Chiefs, uh, the Chargers did a couple weeks ago, and keep that game a little tighter. Uh, Keys, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I got I tend to agree here. Yep. I'm leaning the Patriots. Um, more simple analysis. They're really great at running the ball. Actually, the number one running rushing team. That is a great because sack, because of because of Cam Newton, definitely uh the addition of Cam Newton, but they were already a really good running team even last yes. year with yeah. Tom Brady. 178 um, per game. Yeah, if that's one thing that one weakness of this Chiefs team as a whole is definitely run defense. Um they're actually spectacular against the pass. Um, 153 per game. Right, right. Yeah. So I I think I think even if the Patriots may fall short in this game here, um, I think Andy Reid like the coaching event like disadvantage like this this you just spoke about how you think coaches matter more than like I think if if we all know anything 
is that for as great as Andy Reid is, <laughs> Bill Belichick is a much better coach. And I think it's fair to say that Andy Reid is number two, right? right but sure. he simply is not better than Bill Belichick. He could be, but that gap is so, spot. like, no one's even talking about the greatness of Carl. Like, if anything, they're just like, oh, you're the new young guy. Like, when you talk about greatness in coaching in the NFL right now, it's, it's Belichick, and then it's just other people. Um, yep. So I think they're definitely going to have a concerted game plan. Like, this is going to be one where Belichick is going to get up for it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think they necessarily got up for the Raiders. It was just like, we're going right. to we're we're do them. our thing against the Raiders. Uh, we're going to stop Waller and just like, Empty okay. stadium like, again this week. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like rocket science for me, Bill Belichick, the game plan against Darren Waller. Yep. Um, but I think he's going to take this as a challenge, and he, they might cover that. And, Salman, you lean Chiefs. Uh, you said empty stadium this week for the Chiefs? Empty is oh, it? no. Are Chiefs at home? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not empty. empty. It's not empty. Okay, Chiefs so have had fans since the week one. That's a fact. You know um, what the fuck going on. I <laughs> might actually change my like from the Chiefs to... Well, I lean Chiefs. So I might change it to a like, though. I think um, Pats somehow, somehow always end up 2-2 two and two after 4. Um, hold on, hold on. So you would like the Chiefs? I'm leaning Chiefs right now. I'm going to change it to the like. Can we get a line here? A like with the Chiefs? line. Seven. Is the, it's seven. seven. I want to let it be known that Salman has liked every single game that he hasn't stayed away from. Here. I, I like the Chiefs here. I think, um, sadly, um, Patrick Mahomes has to take down yet another black quarterback. This will be the third in the fourth week. Uh, <laughs> That's and hilarious. He's an insurgent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just think it's that simple. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Uh Mahomes had his issues um, with Brady. I think he was one and two against him. Brady's gone against the Pats now, so it's just like, okay, let's just go ahead and take over. I think, um, you know, I just simply like the Chiefs here. I like uh, the chicken sandwich the, like here. No, I'll, I mean, I will put it on here. Oh, oh there it is. I'll for sure put the sandwich. I like Rome has two chicken sandwiches. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to take How many sandwiches video. y'all got out here? Salman and Rome are in two separate chicken sandwiches. Back, I like so. this one, man. We'll, we'll, we'll will, review it. We'll get back. Let's review it, but I will chicken sandwich you. It's stamped. It's already stamped. Seven? It's stamped. Yeah, it's at seven. This is going to be like a... And, and mind you, I just want to make it clear. I think win. that the Chiefs have the best offense that we've ever seen in our entire life. You said right? But you're going against that. I'm going against it. Right. And what, that's just speaking as to my confidence here. And the Chiefs, I'm uh, just putting it out there, 21-9-1 against the spread versus the AFC. So, um, hey. sound man, that's in your favor. Uh, next game, Bills at Raiders. We're going to keep this one short. Everybody pretty much likes the Bills, except Keese, Lean Raiders. How you feeling, man? Slight lean. That's how uh, I'm feeling. That's how I'm feeling. Straight lean. up and down. I have nothing more, no more analysis, but it's a slight lean. Yeah, I can't tell you to bet on them, but I'm saying I'm leaning Raiders. Slight lean. Um, we did. We did want to mention he's a, a Raiders fan. <laughs> they're, winning, they're, they're a winning team right now. All right, Eagles at 49ers. 49ers favored by seven. Total is 45. Um, who likes here? Looks like we got a like with. Um, <laughs> I like the Niners here. All right, I as well. Uh, I like the Niners here just because um, I'm just going off eye test yet again, and no obviously bias against the team in my division. But the Eagles look like garbage, like complete garbage. I don't care if the 49ers don't have QB1, QB2, RB1, mm-hmm. RB3, mm-hmm. RB1, RB4, 
cornerback one, cornerback five, uh, DN one, DN whatever. I don't care what they don't have. I think, you know, you go to, uh, you know, you've been on the road, haven't been home, you've been in West Virginia, or you've been in uh, East Rutherford, you come back home, gotta play the Eagles on Sunday night. Like, come on. And I just got, I need to win, I need to win by six. Kittle's here this weekend. Um, I don't know about any of the running backs, but still, like, you know, go back-to-back against uh, teams in this trash division of mine. I, I love I love the Niners. All right, stay away from Rome. Keith, how do you feel? You like the 49ers. Uh, I mean, I completely agree with, with Salman. Uh, if we have any loyal listeners out there, they know. I was not the biggest 49ers guy last season. No, you weren't. I was actually fading them every week. They happened to be, like, the one team that was killing me every week. Mm-hmm. And my picks were a little wrong. Um, I've learned. I've learned. And this year, they've continued to show that they've turned their... I feel like the 49ers have very quickly... I feel like this is the quickest I've seen in, a, in the NFL, at least. Turn their culture around. Um, I feel like, they've, like they're have like they a winning a winning team. Not that long ago, it was like, yo, you guys are a losing Trash. team. Yeah, like, and it's not even like you guys just lose. You're kind of like Trash. like a mock, like a laughing stock of the league. Um... I think these are just two teams who are both both very banged up and both responding to it very in very different ways. Um, I don't see any reason that that won't continue this week. Yeah, while I disagree, I can't totally disagree. It, it, it's a lean right now for the Eagles. I may like it, but um, motivational P. I think we got a team 0-3. They're back to, I mean, 0-2-1. They're back to against the wall. Um, I think they're going to come out and play hard. And the 40, uh, one thing the Eagles do well is stop the run. Uh, they're top 10 in uh, opponents rushing yards per game. Um, so I think the 49ers are going to have a little bit to deal with. They're banged up across a lot of positions. When you play the Giants and the Jets, you can look good doing that. But I think the Eagles are a, um, a step up in competition. So I don't, I don't know if the 49ers, basically they got to win by eight or more to cover the spread. So at minus seven, I'm going to lean with the Eagles plus the seven in this spot, um, considering that I think they'll stop the run. Last game on the sheet, Falcons at, four, uh, Falcons at Packers. Uh, Packers favorite by seven and a half. Total is 58. I'll start with myself. Eileen Packers. Um, just from the standpoint, uh, seven and a half, um, you know, a little, a little over a, t- a touchdown. I think the Falcons can score, especially if Julio comes back. But um, I could just only lean from the standpoint of um, two uh Two high-scoring teams and one team that may want to run the ball in the game. So, but um, it looks like we got a like from Rome on the pack. Uh, the Falcons. Like the Falcons here. I mean, you got a guy in Dan Quinn who made it through another week after meltdowning again, right? But let's just, you know, let's just take in context of these meltdowns. The Falcons were up in these games. I mean, yeah, they give up the leads, but they were up in these games. I see the Falcons preaching consistency throughout this week, right? I think that's what the coaches preach because there hasn't been an issue for them to score points. And, you know, the Bears offense, whatever we want to take about that under Mitchell Trubisky, they're only able to score 10 points against the Falcons. So I think the Falcons here, they're in a good position. I mean, they're in a good position to cover that seven, even if it's seven and a half, like like you mentioned. Seven and a half, yep. Yeah, I I think the Pack, I mean, I think the Falcons are here in a good position to cover. They're a team that can put up points. They simply can't stop points, right? Late in football game. But there's no denying Matt Ryan 
outside that first half, as much as you want to say, okay, there's a second half of football, they haven't lost that by that by that much yeah. in these in in the total game, you know, payouts of these. They've been whooped in the second half, but they've been so on fire in the first half that they they end up losing by single digits in the second. So with that said, you know, I don't see the Packers getting up to be able to you know be two possession uh, leaders over the of the Falcons this week. Gotcha. Us uh, leans everywhere else. Because of technical difficulties and the fact that the show must go on, I am announcing all teaser picks for any up week four of the 2020 season. Rome's teasers for the week are the Lions plus 10 and the Patriots plus 13 and a half. Keese's teasers is Tampa Bay minus one and he's teasing Seattle to be a pick em. I'm teasing the Rams down to minus seven and the Niners down to minus one. P as well is teasing Seattle to be a pick'em and he likes the Eagles plus 13. This is Omatic, AKA Soundman, and these are the best bets for the week. Rome's best bets are the Colts minus two and a half, the Bengals minus three, and he likes the over 53 and a half between the Seahawks and the Dolphins. Keese's best bet is the over 43 and a half between the Colts and the Bears this week. Drew's best bets are the Ravens first half total of 14, and he likes the Chiefs first half minus four. P's best bets are the Cardinals minus three. He likes the Ravens first half at six and a half. He likes the Seahawks minus six, and he likes the Jets total under 21. The Soundman special for this week are the Detroit Lions over the New Orleans football saints.